Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Relic Classic Paintball Podcast. I'm your host, Tori Schramm, and welcome to the show. Today, we have Jesse Cook of the newest iteration of Lockout, talking about the uh, rebirth of the team and uh, what they're doing with uh, the organization. Enjoy the show. going on now there we go okay mr cook what's going on how we doing man good to see you all right this is another episode of relic classic paintball podcast i'm your host tori shrum welcome to the show today i've got jesse cook from the newest iteration of lockout and uh let me just let it rip on the other teams you've been on bro (laughs) well nothing anybody would really recognize i spent a lot of uh, my career in x-ball uh regional x-ball but uh you know, some of my high school teams like uh, Rock Salad, Goodfellas, uh, and then it was like the AXBL series with uh, Regional Expo here in uh, New York. We did Wellsville Express. I went up to Canada, played CXBL with my Royal Extreme, um, owned, owned a franchise in the CXBL for a year. Oh, wow. Cornwall Rush. Um, yeah, I mean, I could go on and on and on. But right now, um, I'm back uh, with Lockout. So cool, man. Cool. I'm excited. Wow. I want to play. I want to play in Canada really bad. Uh, the two things I want to play in Canada. I want to play the OPL Classic really bad. Yeah. Uh, but then growing up, so I started playing in 1994. So oh, wow. I'm, okay. I'm old AF. Yeah. Uh, but uh, like I always remember, like I don't know if I'm saying it right. Like Wasaga Beach was supposed to be like this thing. Just this I got Wasaga thing Beach that was, stories, man. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be like just awesome beyond reproach uh i'd like to it go was. find out someday but uh i'll get there when i get there i got some boys to go and take care of you up there yeah. oh yeah it, nice oh, i appreciate yeah. it yeah um we played up there a bunch of times with the cxbl it was oh my god i got stories it's awesome all right. it's beach is awesome so cool man let us all know uh so you're in new york what part of new york in uh we're in western new york so buffalo rochester like finger lakes area. area what's that is that is that western new york finger lakes area no, no, no. Finger Lakes is technically central New York. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if, 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 you know, the city's, you know, East, obviously, uh, central New York is everything that's like Albany, Syracuse, uh, East side of Rochester. And then there's Rochester and us. Okay. And everything in between. Then we have a Southern tier underneath the belly of it all between us and Pennsylvania. Yep. Uh, you know, well, my uh, wife's gets... from, uh, my wife's from Pittsburgh. So we, uh, we end up going up to, uh, one, we end up going up to Buffalo quite a bit. And two, anytime there's ever like a Pittsburgh event, I usually just crash my in-law's house and drive over to Urban Assault and enjoy the hell out of it. Oh, yeah, man. Three hours for us. We go right on down. It's my, a good deal. Uh, my father's family is actually from uh, Cranberry and uh, Heidelberg, which is just outside of Pittsburgh and yep, McDonald yep. and everything like that. So I was unaware yeah, that there, yeah. was a, there was a Heidelberg, uh, Pennsylvania. My mom was born in Heidelberg, Germany. So, oh, uh yeah, okay. whenever you say cranberry, I was like, oh, I know where that's at, but I didn't even know there's a Heidelberg yep. out there. I'll have to go check it out. Yep, yep, yep. That's where that's where my father's family comes from. My my grandmother and my grandfather, and then uh, one of my teammates, Derek. Uh, his family's actually from Butler, where they had the first NXL event or the first you know Nations Cup, the first X Ball event, yep. exhibition. Yep. So um, every year we drive down to uh, uh, do the tournament, do the um, Pittsburgh Open Classic. We stop and uh, visit his family and stuff like that on the way, and then. 
hop on in. So, yeah, yeah, it's all pretty close here. A lot of paintball history right there in the whole uh, the whole PGH like area. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. In Ohio, in Ohio's no joke too. Like, there's just you know you had OBR, you had all the I mean, and now Thunder Horse, you know, level. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's there's there's a lot of great things going on. People are sleeping on stuff going on up here for sure. There's a lot of. That's usually like whenever like awesome stories with like I mean back in the day, a lot of people slept on a lot of a lot of teams in a lot of areas and like out of nowhere like just a team would just show up out of nowhere and just start stomping mud holes and people. And I mean, obviously, you know, lockout, OG lockout, like, Hey, it's just a yeah. bunch of grungy, crusty dudes from like New York that just show up and just start swinging and nobody knew what to do about it. Yeah. Yeah. Dad's pizza delivery boys, freaking dudes with long hair that don't wash it. Yeah. You know? And, and mean, they were just, rolling up uh, the thing I loved about them, kids, you know, it's like they were just so unassuming. Just the, you know, the salt of the earth type of people, you know? Yeah. Like they'd roll up in a, Oh, did I lose you? Uh, I think I lost you a little bit. Let's see what my phone says. Because that's all I got for internet right now. Well, it says we're good, maybe. You still there? There we go. People need to know about this shit. Like the internet connections. Like if it's not the wonders of Southern Maryland, uh, you know, <laughs> internet, it's I'm literally in a state park right now, hot spotting from my phone. So yeah. it's never yeah. easy, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my Wi-Fi was good to go. I mean, nothing changed. I don't know what happened there, but uh, uh, who knows, man? But yeah. So you know, talking about OG lockout, like the thing I liked about like just a bunch of dudes rolling up and like black cotton tees, long sleeve black cotton tees with uh, was it Timber Ghost pants or whatever? Yeah, yeah, Timber Ghost for sure. using whatever they wanted. Yeah, I mean, they wore Scott goggles. Yeah. This so I give them that. Dude, those are badass, no pun intended. Um, you know, and like most people wouldn't get that pun, but I like it. <laughs> I actually uh don't don't tell anybody, but I got myself a hold of one of them clear carbon masks at uh at uh, Tampa two weekends ago and uh I like the I like the OG feel of it, man. I do. I, I think it, they look they look badass, man. They look they they look really cool. But uh, you know, nothing nothing beats JT for me, but uh or for us. But, um, but yeah, no, they, you know, those dudes were real men, dude. Pizza delivery dudes, they were just trying to make enough money to get to an event. Some of them were fathers, you know, leaving their kids behind, going to try to chase glory. Like, you know, I, I didn't know any of those dudes super personally, except for uh, Mitch and, uh, and Rob Cole. But, uh, you know, I was around Wally and uh, the Hopkins brothers and Blake and Luke and um, all those guys. And, uh, Dude, when we showed up to play them in tournaments and stuff like that, like or practice, it was like it, I was already too soft. You know what I mean? My generation was already too soft. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like we we got our shit pushed in and like, you know, get tatted up in the back, you know, get a free back massage every single point. And yeah. uh, you know, and we learned a lot. Learned a lot. I mean, my team, we were um it was out of a uh, Western New York here. It was, uh, another, um, town next door to me. Uh, these guys started up this team, team rock solid. And, um, they wanted to play tournament paintball. It was like right when push came out, like it was just this perfect storm of interest and, you know, uh, obsession and everything like that. And then we found our way to GRC, which is Rob Colesfield down in the Southern part of the state. And, uh, and lockout would go there and play in practice. And Rob was on the team. So, um, you know, those dudes would literally come down there and push our shit in all winter long because Rob had an indoor field at the time, brand new, state of the art, uh, great dirt floor. 
awesome cars inside. Um, the, the couple hyperball tubes, you know, it was, it was <laughs> the cream of the crop, maybe. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget one event. I believe it was 2001 going into two. So the winter of 2001 going into 2002, uh, I, purchased a free flow matrix and it was a custom engraved free flow matrix because i was oh, in wow. media production digital media art and i figured out how to do a vector file that you know a cad um a cad file or whatever that uh ethan would let me uh, use to uh do my own custom gun and he never had it ready so then mitch rolls up with a jt bag with 22 lockout edition matrixes and goes, yo, Ethan said you need one of these. I was like, yeah, I do. Gun 20 chip. Like, <laughs> Rob's indoor, like, five on five. I'm going to mow, like, 20 people down. I, I'm like, I don't Yeah. Something about, something about those OG those OG matrices, man. They just shot so smooth. Like yep. Yep. They're yep. That's the one. Horrific on efficiency. But, man, yes. you want to talk about dotting somebody. That thing would do there, it every there, time. There was, listen, you don't want to drop this on your foot, um, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, um, there was just something about these and the customization of them, um, like this one, obviously red frame, black, uh, black body, you know, you got the, the lockout milling here, yeah. um, you know, the LPRs and everything, and, and you can put any kind of reg you wanted on it. We were, they were using CPs and, uh, sidewinders back then, uh, they were past the beehive, uh, at this point when Ethan got his hands on this stuff and started making these, but I mean, just the sheer weight of this thing. I mean, it is just a man cannon, you know, it's the platform. It's, it's a platform to uh, be reckoned with. And it's definitely no cocker, you know, my but first one, my first one had, they were cranking them out so fast that they didn't have a chance to anno my beehive rig. So I had a raw beehive rig on mine. Oh, oh so it was I, clear. Yep. And so then yes. I ended up getting a uh, an ASA adapter, and I was running a, a MacDev Gladiator reg back then, with <laughs> a uh, with like this super chromed out Shock Tech LPR on the front. Nice. And nice. then those both ended up crapping out, and so then I ended up just getting a. Um, I think I was running like some kind of Air America reg vertical, uh, and then I ran uh, the like the one you have, the one that came with uh, the one that came with it. Right, didn't right, right. It, but it was a um like the Diablo at the time. Right. Yeah. LPR. Because well, no one really understands how um, the marriage between Canada and the U.S. in terms of paintball and how integral Canada, Richmond, all those guys were in terms of like actually oh, yeah. creating paintball like as we know it, as Americans know it. Like they don't get like how integral they were. But I, I just wanted to show you this. This was this was mine, the one that I uh, had cut the grave. So I don't know which side is easier for you to see. Oh yeah, that's terrible. All right, so this side, it's got the Team Rock Solid logo, and then I had Thug Life, which is my nickname that I never chose, uh, engraved on there in some font, and then this dusty black and red acid wash with this 18 inch tip. Dude, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if you listen to some episodes, but the one. And we'll get to that part, you know, obviously. Uh, but the one gun that I had that got away wasn't black and red acid wash OG Matrix. Did it ever work? It's, oh, it worked. It was great. Oh, okay, great. Well, I'm glad one of us had one that worked. Yeah. Because this, uh, this, thing, this thing's got a a, a, a lore to it. It's uh, we, we call it, it's nicknamed the PVC mod because at one practice, I come off the break and I'm shooting and I 
all of us had okay we loved free flow loved the, the boys all the guys in the shop were great but all of us bought free flows because we were all either practicing with lockout trying to get on lockout planning whatever playing yeah. these events alongside them as ams whatever and um my buddy brett who was in the service he also got blown up um he was mm. part of the first wave over there uh with the um uh with the one what was it the hundred and uh 105th um mountaineers out of fort drum the reservist up there in the army i dude i should know this stuff but it's been a while but anyway brett bought a beautiful black and red acid wash uh, free flow shocker and i don't think it worked a day in his life and the cocker <laughs> that he bought lotus i don't think it red and black acid well i don't think it worked a day in his life but this one's called the pvc mod because i couldn't get it to work and I was so fed up with it that I took this huge PVC, which was like our start box, and I just lifted it up over my shoulder and I just started pounding the living shit out of this gun because it just stopped working. And in the middle of a point, in the middle of a game, I was so pissed. And I picked it up and threw it and everything, and ended up like having the best trigger job after that. That anyone, everyone <laughs> that touched this gun was like, "Yo, that PVC mod you did is amazing." I'm like, "Dude, shut the fuck!" Like, just whatever. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want the gun anymore. Someone take it. Nice. All right, so um, so let us know, man. How did how did you end up like picking up the mantle? You know, okay. how are you? How are you guys now? Uh, the new iteration. So, um, just so everybody understands, I know there's a lot of OG Lockout fans out there that are hopefully going to tune into this, uh, like yourself. Um, we are not wannabes. We are not unaffiliated. Um, there are many members of the team right now who have either uh, played back then at GRC against Lockout played back then on the practice squad against in four lockout traveled with the team as pit crew or road crew um, or um, played on the team. One of the, um, one of the dudes that slept 15 deep in a hotel room kind of thing. In the bathtub. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I won pod bitch Olympics one year so that I, <laughs> uh, so I could get to the commander's cup. Um, I was, uh, the prize, the prize pod bitch to get the commander's cup uh, pod bitch slash 11th, uh, or, or whatever ninth alternate whatever it was when we were playing seven man back then mm -hmm. but um but yeah i uh so basically we're all, we all run out of grc paintball which is in in angelica new york and that's rob cole's field and uh rob was on the team back then and um so like i said all of us have familiarity uh with the team with the old guys with the uh the old vibes and um over the years the name's been picked up at one point it was picked up by buddy for a couple seasons doing a couple things uh buddy bauer um and uh but he's he's pretty much like rhythm is his you know baby since oh man, 19 20 years ago now uh even longer than that we used to you know practice against them all the time uh back then as uh, rock salad but anyway this team comes out of grc um in 2013 and 14 we had a pump version because pump was making a huge resurgence and rob said hey why don't we take, uh, you know, Chad, bring him over. Let's bring Travis Seaton over. You know, let's uh, let's get the team kind of back together with some OGs and some new legs and uh, some GRC talent from uh, the X-Ball teams. And, um, and uh, dude, we, we won one of the events, I think, in 2014 or 13. We traveled around. We always placed. We did pretty well. Um, and we had a great time with the pump. The pump was, like, so invigorating. I mean, such a different game. Um, way, I don't know, super intelligent, uh, and, and us old fat guys can make moves. So we were, we were happy with that. 
Um, but then the mantle fell uh, for a couple of years, and then some of the uh, GRC rats uh, that have been around uh, decided to pick it up. And then right now, um, Matty Piotrowski, who captains the team, um, who also used to uh, play against and practice against uh, the OG guys back in the day, he picked it up and took it over. Um, he's best friends with Steve-O, and Steve-O used to play on the 03 or the 04 team uh, in the MPPL. And actually, that's his jersey back there because he used to live on the other side of town and take me to practice and shit. Um, but so Matty P's affiliated for sure, and he's been taking the team since then and building it up with GRC talent. Uh, in Western New York, uh, we got some Pennsylvania guys now. We've got some Ohio guys, or one Ohio guy, Levi. So it's all been just kind of like this natural, organic kind of um, bringing the thing, uh, bringing the the name back um we're trying to do it um respectfully um you know we could talk paintball politics all day long but you know we're not just trying to buy spots and run a team and have the team name out there and everything like that um but the team feels like it gains uh gained some clout in uh 2022 and uh, we had some um some nice finishes that we were pretty happy with um you guys have some pretty four. good finishes in the wcpl right yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we chose WCPL because we like uh, a lot of the guys that uh, are running that league and uh, some of the OG heads that are involved there. Um, and they have some fantastic tournaments. Um, and, you know, a lot of good teams come out. I mean, you know, uh, John Dresser brings Farside out and plays the events. I mean, the Western um, tournament, uh, the California tournament, Southern California tournament, I think is coming up this weekend. Um, we don't, we're not traveling to that one. Um, but, uh, it's, it, it's a good league. It's a good league. And, uh, there's a lot of great competition in there. And, um, we feel like we felt like, uh, let's, let's do our thing there and let's, uh, you know, cut our teeth there. And, uh, we did, I think we placed overall third last year for the series and we missed winning the final tournament, uh, the gateway classic by a game. So the guys were it's always, it's always pretty, that one pretty upset about that, even yeah. though it was a nice end to the season. Um, but basically from here, uh, the team is dedicated to the WCPL this season. Um, and we are also going to try to hit as many ICPL, uh, AM events as we can. Um, we also have now taken the team from just, you know, 10 to 12 people to, uh, an organization type of format where we're trying to bring in a lot of talent, roll with a couple lines of 10 to each of these events because we're so close to Canada and Ontario being uh, Buffalo uh, based. Um, we have a ton of talent up there that is just untapped. They've been playing X ball for now for 20 years. They're freaking killers, savages. And like, they literally like, they're just, they, their, their paintball fell apart because of COVID. It was yeah. super strict up there with the government and everything like that. And, everything from land rights to leases for fields and everything like that all fell apart and uh, people were scrambling and there's no indoor paintball out there anymore. And they're all coming down to Rob's to GRC to uh, play. And we've had a very robust five man and three man winter league, which I have, we actually lockout has to go ref tomorrow. And uh, it's the last, I think it's the finals of the winter league tomorrow and um, at, at the indoor field. And um, we have a five man mech in March at Rob's inside and uh, the Canadians have come down and brought, you know, waves of, of, of great players. And so 
lot of them are friends of ours. You know, Tyler Fair from Aesthetic. Um, he's uh, he's with us, and uh, we go way back to uh, the CXBL, AXBL days, and JJ Highland up there, and uh, Brock Beneveno is a new uh, new young gun. Him and his brother Cole are uh, fantastic players up there. They're like 22, 23 years old. They're just flying around the field. Like I'm like, yeah, let's 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 have a lockout Canada line. Let's have a lockout America line. Let's have an AM line. Like let's let's make an organization out of it. So that's what uh, us at the top and Rob are trying to uh, accomplish this year um, is uh, foster the talent, bring them to the tournaments, get them all experience, place, uh, place well, podium, maybe take a series. And then we'll talk about going to the WR, the ICPL full-time or something like that. So I, uh, I typically cool. try to make ICPLs, but uh, just professionally and financially this year, like I don't think I'm going to be able to make almost any of them. Actually, I think Pittsburgh's the only one I mean, we have a swing at. Well, uh, listen, you come through to Pittsburgh and we'll figure things out. All right. Um, don't threaten me with a good time, man. We have three teams, bro. Yeah. So there's, there's Yeah. Room. Yeah. That's, that's why I sent that graphic message whenever, uh, in the very beginning when I was talking to you about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah no, I'm going to talk to the boys about that tomorrow, as well as a bunch of other things that just developed, but I totally hear you about the traveling and the, in the time. Uh, I just got back from Tampa three nights ago because uh, the uh, lockout didn't play ICPL Tampa, but uh, my girlfriend lives 20 minutes from the field. And I told myself, like, after watching the webcast last year, the year before, I was like, dude, there's no way I'm going to miss this tournament. I don't care if I'm playing or not. I'm going. Yep. Yep. So uh, my teammate uh, Hoopty and I got picked up by uh, Dan Saunders uh, to play for Desert Edge. And oh, Okay, um, cool, man. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, so you got to play shout out to, dude, Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, it was awesome. And I'll tell you what, it it the weather was perfect, which you know, in paintball is is always uh, a, 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 you can't ever count on it. Perfect we for ten man. It was perfect for ten man, not five. Per man. Perfect for ten man. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, even there, but I, I was watching. I was watching closely. Five man was getting buckets rained on it, and uh, I was watching the clouds go by the over the bay and over the. <laughs> I'm like, oh, do thank God I'm not there today. Yeah, but um. But uh, but no, it was perfect for ten man, and I, I gotta say, Tiki's Paintball Park, amazing, clean, well thought out, um, just world class paintball park, and great place to have uh, a major ICPL event. But I will also say that there was something else going on there that weekend, and I don't know if it's like it had a very uh, ICC POC feel to it. It had a very nostalgic, very um, fun yet yeah, just like serious atmosphere to it that was like you know it was like kind of like chicago does chicago kind yeah, of feels yeah, that way every time yeah. you're there it, it's, it's just a no joke affair like it's all around good you know what i mean and um hats off to tom and the icpl for doing what they did and hats off to the park and um you know and and honestly i was just sitting there going like i left five degree weather and I'm here and it's 75 degrees <laughs> and overcast. And I am so happy right now, you know? Yeah. So that had a lot to do with it. But uh, the teams played their hearts out. We had some central New York guys, uh, JP Bowens and uh, Craig Anderson from Rogue. Uh, you know, I think they placed fourth or third or something like that, or maybe fifth. I can't remember in 10 minutes. Right? Yeah, they won yeah the I five remember man. they won the five man. Um, and uh, those are some guys that we regularly uh, – ball with and uh i've played against them uh, well not jp but craig's old as shit i played against him 25 years ago <laughs> starting 25 years ago so i'm happy for those guys and uh you know um happy for our uh we call them the twins but we have alex and adam brennan 
who actually play for GZ Gold in the ICPL. Uh, they play for Will, but uh, they play for us in the WCPL because they're both uh, Buffalo kids. And uh, they did really well. They they took a bad tournament and turned it around and got into the made the cut. So kind of, kind um, of appropriate for you all to have a set of brothers in the team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And actually we have a brother and a sister uh oh. squad too. Yeah. Yep. We have we have one of the best females in paintball right now. Uh that's uh un- unheard of. Uh Serene. She is just a sponge, dude. She's literally just taking everything and turning it over and learning and producing. I it, it's she's she's a fantastic paintball player. Her brother Cubby's a good paintball player too. And uh, they're uh, local GRC talent. So um, from one of the other 10-man teams that we have, Balls Deep. So uh, You keep saying GRC, man. I'm going to have to check it out next time I'm up in PA. You, you got to check it out, man. It, it's 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 uh, timber, ghost pants, and long sleeve, black long sleeves all day long. Nice. It's, uh, As it's, it should uh, be. <laughs> we, we, yeah. We, 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 Rob just got turf in there like, I don't know, five years ago. But we used to play in uh, dirt and kitty litter inside. Um, no, but he's got a world-class field. Uh, oh, the kitty litter, you're making it sound like CFOA now. Telling you, I, I haven't been down there for that, but I've heard some stories. Um, no, it's it's a it's a it's a grinder of a paintball park, man. Like he's got a fantastic hyperball field. He's got a village field. He's got an amazing woods ball field. Um, was doing airball for years and years and years, and uh, he's bringing that back for the summer. And uh, I love Rob. I owe I owe everything in paintball to uh, to Rob and uh, all of his buddies and his connects. And, um, you know, so I've been playing there ever since I was 14. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just been an amazing place to grow up, you know, there every single weekend for Christ, for how many years, I don't even know. But and you got a community uh, yeah. like that, man. It's, it's a real, it's a real special thing, especially, you know, in this, in this game that we have, whenever you have like a good community uh, to be part of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I don't know how to explain it's late, so you have excuse me. I wish I could blame it on alcohol. It's not. Um, <laughs> but it's. I see and hear a lot about, like, the communities aren't quite there like they used to be. You know what I mean? Like, as far as there was something organic about the way teams came together back in the day. Yeah. And yeah. obviously, I don't I don't play X-Ball, so it's tough for me to, to really have, like, an opinion about it. Uh, but it does seem like it's just, it's just something, there's an ingredient that's just not there like it used to be. Yeah, and I don't know what that reasoning is because the X-Ball that we experienced, um, basically the economic crash, the whole Dick Clark situation with the NXL, all that stuff was this this whirlwind and fury of, I don't know, Armageddon kind of that kind of hit paintball. And um, some of it could have been helped. A lot of it couldn't be helped. It was just something we were all going to have to ride out. But in our in our area, I mean, we went regional at that time. We didn't play PSP events very often unless they were in Pennsylvania or we went to Chicago a little bit. So our X-Ball was very regionally community-based. And then being at the border here, being a border uh, state, you know, we could go into um, Ontario and play all across Ontario for the CXBL for their Eastern Division. So we did have an expanse that way, but that's why these guys are coming back to GRC. All those ballers that I played with, on those teams are coming back and now we're going to play this 10 man mech thing and make a, make, you know, make a, make a run at it. And like, I don't know about other places, but you know, here in Western New York, between Buffalo, Rochester, Pennsylvania, um, and Ontario, we've, 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 we've been maintaining it. We've had it for a long time. 
if you leave, you create a family, whatever, you get some disposable income, you come right back. Some of the same dudes are doing the same shit. You know what the, I mean? It's the, the trap that we all fall into these it's days. It's a troll. There we go. And we're back. In the technologically, technologically, I can't even say it right, advanced uh, <laughs> fucking podcast here. I need to just change the rating on this. I'm going to start swearing so much. I All right, cool, man. Much. So, uh, you know, we talked about, you know, how the team came came about, like, you know, the the roots of it, like how you guys took the, are now taking the mantle and running with it, you know, the groups and stuff like that. Um, some of the events that you played, you know, talking about WCPL, ICPL, things like that. Um, let's talk about the uh, uh, Buddies event up in New York. So, um, Buddy Bauer, uh, Free Flow Technologies, uh, current owner and uh, and uh, breathed some brand new life into the brand uh, a few years ago and uh, literally brought it up out of the dirt. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously everybody knows Free Flow is famous for amazing auto cockers and, and buddies are even better than the old ones. Um, just no lie, just no bullshit. Uh, I, I, I hate buddy. Um, so I don't, you know, need to, you know, uh, Brown knows him by any means, <laughs> <laughs> but he is doing something special. Uh, him and Shane are doing something real special. And, uh, a lot of the guys on the team are on the, on rhythm, but also, uh, uh in the shop are, uh, ex pro, uh, lockout players like Josh Dempsey, Paul Chinesi, Justin Bryce, um, man, I'm forgetting people, but whatever. I, I love what Buddy's doing. So part of this resurgence of classical uh, paintball, uh, Buddy decided to, um, you know, host his own open event and uh, called the Free Flow Five Man Open. And it's held at uh, Ken and Kyle Allen's Field in Cohocton, New York, which is south of uh, Rochester. Okay. Um, a little more towards central New York. Um, beautiful area. Um, and they have a fantastic paintball field. Um, so basically, that was, a, that was the consensus from everybody after the fact was like, man, this this thing is they put on a good event. Yeah, well, well, Ken and Kyle are are top notch people. All right, they're 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 cream of the crop guys. Uh, I've known Ken for a long time. He was around back in the OG days with the old team, um, playing against them and stuff like that on other teams and uh, locally here, uh, playing against Lockout and stuff like that. And his son Kyle. Um, grew up around it and uh, decided he wanted to try his hand at uh, owning and running a paintball field. So his father was a, a home builder and a contractor and uh, they, they, they created all out paintball. Um, they're also cousins of Rob. Uh, so that also helped them a little bit, you know, get, get everything up and running and uh, have the, uh, the right guy in your corner to, uh, you know, stomp out any fires and uh, shit like that. But Long story short, they created this awesome facility, all out paintball. They got a, a world-class mounds field for either five on five or 10 on 10. They've got an amazing hyperball field, a little tight for 10 on 10, but totally doable. Um, great for five man. And they got a village field and stuff like that for walk on play and whatever. But anyway, um, Buddy's close with Ken and Kyle and Ken and Kyle play on rhythm with Buddy last year. And um, so they, they, Buddy's like, look at like, why don't we have our own event? Like the, the demand is there. Everyone loves the cockers. They, they can't make enough of them. They can't come up with enough new versions. Like let, let's have an event. So um, of course, all of us here, you know, we, uh, we supported it and uh, it was 20 original teams. They're all grandfathered into this year's event. Um, Darkside couldn't make the event last year because they came down with COVID Dave Painter and them 
came down with COVID. So it was actually a 19 team tournament. Um, but anyway, there's, there's 20 grandfather teams and then buddy opened it up to, um, uh, 15 more teams. I actually just got off the phone with buddy earlier today and I was talking with him about it. So, um, a little bit about what he has going on this year. So for anybody that missed it last year, the prize, the first prize was five cockers custom five custom rhythm cockers. I think um, I did. I did see this. I did see this update on, on, uh, on Facebook, but let's have it, man. Yeah. 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 So, so he literally just posted this the other day. Um, he's getting a lot of, uh, action with the new, uh, with the new, uh, DSR mm-hmm. plus slash metrics he's coming out with, yep. which we're excited for. Um, but yeah, free flow five man open. It's Saturday, July 22nd, 2023 at all out paintball. Um, it's five on five. The entry is 400 bucks, paints 50 a case. Uh, last year entry was a little less, but this year he's up the prize package and, uh, invested him and, uh, Ken have invested in some uh, additional amenities for the field. Um, you know, air conditioned bathrooms, um, you know, they have a free pig roast, um, by one of handy the, in July. The, oh, AC, dude, AC listen, the bathrooms. listen, the bathrooms <laughs> in the AC are key, uh, key in July over here in New York. Uh, don't sleep on the AC in, in July in New York. Uh, so, but, um, but yeah, he's got, uh, this year he's got, um, first place is a winner's choice of five custom one-off one-of-a-kind cockers. Um, or, or his new, or his new, um, free flow pipe, uh, um, uh, DSR pluses. So, um, the pipe is a new DSR coming, a DSR plus, uh, coming out that buddy's, uh, doing with, uh, Billy. I think buddy's just doing this one on his own. Um, he's milling everything down. So it's going to be an ultra lightweight DSR plus. So uh, there's the DSR plus all the ones that he just put up for everybody to order and make whatever, ask for whatever kind of anodizing they wanted or whatever. And then yeah, that was the, the mech tricks. Yeah. And this is the, and, but now there's the pipe that he's going to come the up pipe. with. As a set, yeah, completely okay. new free flow DSR plus, basically, and then third place is going to be free flow posers, which are his um, Eclipse uh, Etha uh, 3Ms. So, and then of course goggles, loaders, packs on down the line. Um, you get me all kind of wound up right here. So, is he gonna is he gonna start making his own bodies for Emacs? Yeah, he he already has a bolt. Uh, Lockout's been using it. Um, we've been having some success with it. Uh, rhythm was using it also when they when when any of the guys had a uh uh any um you know an emac um but yeah he's going to come out with uh a lot of private label parts now um misfits is coming out with a whole line of private label parts through free flow um and after speaking with buddy earlier today it sounds like lockout uh may possibly also be uh coming out with a whole bunch of uh new free flow stuff how about that? Man? So the the it's 20 years anniversary basically of lockout being at the top of the paintball world with a JT sponsorship and all the winning tournaments that they did, all the all the tournaments that they won and and, and coming up from AM and grinding into pro and then being a dominant force in pro. And free flow was a huge part of that back then. And literally just got off the phone with Buddy and uh we're, we are we are uh we're we're, we're talking. So we think it's um, going to be a very fruitful year for the team uh, regarding uh, sponsorship. We already have a long list of sponsors, both, you know, private companies, um, cash sponsors um, and industry sponsors. But uh, 
yeah, I was excited with the conversation that we had with Buddy, and that's when I got a ton of information about the free flow open. Nice. So let's, let's talk about let's let's talk about that real quick because we had had a a little conversation about that. I know that uh, whenever we were chatting about uh, sponsorships, um, tell us about that approach. So, twenty twenty three, right? Yep. Classical paintball, mech ten man, mech five man. Um, it is some of the most play, most paintball across the board being played right now. Um, some of these tournaments seem to be dwarfing, uh, you know, the 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 NXL events. Um, I don't know how many people were at Tiki's, but it was over a thousand guys. I think it was twelve hundred people uh, on average, and I think there was I forgot how many teams, but it was a lot. So um, what's important to know nowadays is like no paintball companies coming up to anybody and being like, Hey man, here's 50 grand. Here's a hundred grand. Here's 250 grand. Here's a budget for two or three years. You know, win us some tournaments. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's, it's not really not 2000s. No, no, no. And, and, and you know what the goal, that's the golden era. And, and now um, what's most important about the era that we're in now is an era of cooperation. If a, if a company is going to invest in a team, the team has to be able to return on the marketing and advertising value um, for that company. I don't care whether they're giving you t-shirts, whether they're giving you guns, whether they're giving you hats, masks, cleats, whatever. I don't, I don't care what they get cash. I don't care what they're giving you. It's the team's responsibility to put that company out there and get eyes on that company. And, um, and, and for whatever help that company is giving them, I mean, dude, my buddy, Jeremy with supermodels paintball, I don't know what I did with it, but he, he the makes mask bags, right? Yeah. It makes those mask bags, dude. They're, they're freaking amazing. Like Jesus, man, I just had one out. Oh yeah. Here we go. I mean, and Jeremy's an OG paintball guy. He used to play against lockout all the time. Um, his team was the supermodels. Mitch Carm came from the supermodels before lockout, but I mean, this is just a, a, a custom print um cloth bag he's got microfiber inside i mean and he and he gave us he gave us he gave these to the team because he's an og dude and he's a grc dude and he's like you i want you guys to have our our goggle bags and hopefully you guys make great use of them and we've been we've even bought some so i mean talking with buddy i can't really go into many details um i don't want to sound cryptic or anything but literally we just got off the phone at like 6 30 i was on my way home from work and he's like, yeah, man, this is what we can do. So um, he's doing some of it with Hydra because Travis Seaton and Steve-O Romanowski are on Hydra, ex-lockout uh, guys. And um, and he's doing it with Misfits, with Rocky. And um, hopefully we're going to be, you know, putting pen to paper and figuring it out for lockout this year. Um, but basically, that, he's, yeah, he's offering private label parts uh, to teams and the teams are going to go and use them and get a ton of, you know, media attention and uh, promote the products and win with the products. And in turn, his business grows and the teams get something out of it. And, uh, you know, it helps the world go around, but it's a symbiotic relationship. I mean, gone are the days of those crazy crystal soya empire intimidator, you know, uh, yep. um, you know, uh, Gino uh, business deals. So um, unfortunately, um, but something I do want to, you know, touch on is that, especially with this classical resurgence, I really feel like, and I felt that vibe at Tiki's in Tampa, it was like, it was like being in a time machine. 
Now, to be fair, back then, when Lockout was playing in AM and Pro and everything like that, some of these tournaments were a lot smaller team-wise. Yeah, You might only get 20 teams. You might only get 15 10-man yeah. teams at an event. And, and, and Tiki's got 60-something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, Buddy's got 25-man teams, and now he's going to have 35 or 36 five-man teams uh, at the Free Flow Open. And, uh, you know, and, and the WCPL has 20 teams, you know, pretty regularly, whatever. And um, it's just – it's amazing how much paintball is out there, how much uh, there is out there to be played, how much there is out there to be enjoyed. And, um, and, and, and I think we're really coming around to a very adult version or a very mature and um, appropriate version of paintball after uh, a lot of people in our age group feeling like the rug got pulled out from underneath them. Yeah. After that. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I don't know. I mentioned the whole Dick Clark thing with the NXL and, uh, and uh, ESPN and everything like that. But uh, we all, that we all thought that it's almost like, I hate it. It's really kind of cheesy for me to say, uh, you know, cause I play on, I play on soap. Um, it's cheesy for me to say, talk about the line from, you know, the, the OG actual fight club movie, you know, right. and it was really kind of fitting in this moment that we're talking about this. It was a moment that we all thought that we were going to be rock stars. We all thought that we were going to be professional sports players or whatever. And right. on some levels of professional paintball, there are those people, you know, there mm -hmm. are those Ryan Greenspan's spent like his entire life marketing and, and, and working out and taking care of himself and things like that and good on him. And he's, he's a great ambassador. Hell but, yeah. You know, it's it's like he's it's like Brad Pitt said in the movie. He's like, we all thought we were going to be rock stars, but we're not. You know, oh, we're not. And here no. we are. And that's you know, a lot of us are coming back to the game for the love of the game, right? You know, as it should be, as um, it should. And I could go right down this rabbit hole talking about all that. Um, I get, but, I get you. Know, you. There, I get there's you. a reason that I have a classic paintball podcast because like there's a lot of these stories. There's a lot about this game that you know keeps people coming back decades later. You know, because yeah. there's there's just something there that bites that you could just never have it let go. And yeah, I've often thought in my life because you know I played uh, team sports uh, before high school. I played just about everything except hockey, and then I got to high school and I got um, in middle school and high school. I was uh, disenthralled with team sports and I started rollerblading, aggressive skating, and uh, and I found paintball. And I'll tell you what, like. It, it, I don't regret a single minute not spent on a football team or a lacrosse team or a baseball team or what have you, even though I was athletically inclined back then and I could have done very well in those sports. Um, it was part of the culture. It was part of the kind of like the, the grunge alternative, you know, situation going on back then where, yeah. you know, there was disenchantment with, you know, the status quo and, uh, and uh, the clean cut stuff and, you know, team sports and stuff like that, the jock thing and everything that the whole scene, but you know, I I'm, I'm really glad I found paintball specifically. I got out of skating once, you know, I was trying to basically get on lockout and stuff. So paintball took over and, um, and all that. And I just rode this wave for, I think I played 20, 21 straight seasons before I even took a season off. And, uh, I still suck. So I don't know what the hell I was doing wrong, but you know, <laughs> I'll tell you, I mean, you know, um, shit, I should have been Ryan Greenspan for that matter. But no, I mean, it's just uh, there is something we have something special and it's all the players responsibility to make sure that it that 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 is curated and um, 
and, and stay special and stay special. Yeah. And, you know, and part of that is, you know, working with sponsorship, working with, you know, companies that want to help teams out or, or, or teams that want to, you know, uh, showcase uh, companies, products or uh, services and um, helping us get to these events and, and, helping us do what we do. And um, the one cool thing about what's going on right now, and I, I think that this is going to be kind of like a bridge to a new era, is this whole social media thing. I mean, the media back then with the posters and the videos and the magazines and the photos, it was all so bottlenecked. And, I do you now. Know, I do miss the magazines. I cannot lie. I, I totally I miss, miss the, the magazines, man. I totally miss the magazines. <laughs> And I totally miss the photos and, and, and the feel of all that stuff. But now players and teams have the ability to create their own identities if they can grab a hold of the social media and get it going. And actually, it's something Lockout's doing right now is we're, we're trying to figure out how we're going to ramp up our social media presence, one, for our sponsors and get their advertising out and marketing out, but also, you know, for ourselves. And look at Ronnie Dizon, dude. Like, look at Ryan Greenstand. I mean, uh, Harrison Fry, freaking Joe Barrett was doing it for a while. He's a, a Buffalo kid, uh, by the way. And, and kudos to him for getting on Infamous, man. He, he's way, very well deserving of it. Um, shout if out you, to Joe B. If you've ever heard, like, some of the stories about, uh, like, whenever he went down to, I was like, yeah, I'm trying to think of who he was talking to, which podcast I was listening to about him going down and trying not to flake Tampa Bay damage and just, like, what he did to himself and – to get down there to try to be part of that and not making the team and the disappointment from it. And, you know, how it ended up like completely like rebuilding himself to go, you know, be in the NXL. It's a, it's a great story. Like the dude, I love listening to it. Um, Joe, Joe's a former teammate and a former uh, adversary. Um, and, and, and he's a GRC rat. And uh, I, we were all concerned for him back then as to what we were, what he was up to, but you know what? He had a dream. And he took it to the max, and now he is doing what we all wish we could have been doing. There's, and he did it in the way that it, he did it in a way that's meaningful to today. That he got his ass there. There's and, definitely a, a handful, and I want to say like maybe two handfuls of players out there that just one thousand percent just manifested themselves to be where they're at. Yep. And, and I, would, okay. I would definitely say that he's on that list of people that I think yeah, exist. Hippie ass Joe B is one of them. <laughs> I love the guy. I love the kid. I always um, shout him out when I can because I'm so impressed personally with how he's gone about it and how he did it. And of course that we we've known each other for so long. And, um, but, but that all, you know, kind of all coincides with this notion that we have a chance now as paintball players with, and I think it has a lot to do with the maturity of a lot of the players now being older Men, you know, men with families, men with kids, men with uh, spouses, jobs, careers, businesses, what have you. Um, we all have a lot more to lose now. And so we all really appreciate paintball and what it's been giving us and what it has given us. So now we got a chance to take it to a new level. And I think that the classical um, of resurgence, uh, the 10 man and five man formats in these leagues are going to be the ticket to paintball having exponential growth in the future. I don't necessarily feel like the NXL or X-Ball style paintball is going to be the one to do it for us. I think it will also be brought along with what happens, but there's more glory to be had. The golden era is past. All those sponsorships and all that money flowing around has passed. 
but I think that there is another era up ahead of us that uh, is going to look and operate a little differently, but we're all going to benefit from it. And, uh, and I don't know if we're going to be, you know, paid pros and all this other kind of stuff, but um, at least we're going to have a hell of a lot of fun. And so uh, this is the first time I talked to somebody about like the next phase, phase, so to speak, but you know, you're, you're selling it to me, man. And I, I 100% agree. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to what's coming next because uh, JR and all them down there at, at, um, at like paintball fit doing a lot of their like uh, mech X-ball events at night Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. You know, like JR, if you ever get a chance to meet him, like that dude is probably one of the nicest guys I've met in the industry. And and to this day, like I actually, I was down in Texas for some training years ago and just kind of wandered into the shop and just was bullshitting with him. And the dude has never forgotten my name every time I've ever seen him. Like ever since then, I was like, that's a a personal person. That's a business person. That is like, those are the kind of people that, you know, you're glad they're in this industry and and other things. Hell yeah, absolutely. And there's so many business owners, field owners, paintball patrons all floating around you know um jesus man the the um the montressor kids out of first prize paintball or whatever they come and play in grc's uh five-man winter league mm-hmm. and just to see them now tomorrow's our fourth event our final event but just to see them grow i mean they were great paintball players before that for their age and their understanding and level of experience but like just to see them grow through this league over the winter is like you know, and there's parents involved in that. And there's, there's, there's paintball patrons involved in that. And like, and obviously they're carrying on Tim's legacy and, and everything like that, which is important and, uh, you know, special to me, but like, um, I, I, it's, it's, it's a weird time, but there's also, it's, it's like this primordial, just ooze mix of like stuff that's going on and everything's kind of interacting and going together and it's just going to pop and blow up, dude. I just really feel like there might be, another chance at some rock stardom you know and, uh, <laughs> yeah but it's I gonna mean, be much more organic this time i think and that's I that's so. where it's I really gonna so. come from i mean rocky's splitting his head open in tiki's i oh, mean geez. i mean you don't get much more rock star than that you know yeah. what i mean yeah real so, gnar right there man oh, super. all right buddy well hey thank you so much for you know taking the time i'm really looking forward to you know talking about this more uh you know as you know, free flow comes out with stuff and, um, yeah. you know, what their product line is going to look like in this next year and like, you know, lockout and misfits and everybody else is going to be, you know, wrapped up in that and how that's going to work out. So I'm actually really looking forward to seeing how that works, but thank you for reaching out, man. I love, love talking to OG paintball. I love talking about like, it's, it's cool to, you know, talk about a community that, you know, where it came from and like how it's still alive today. And it's, and it's really, you know, paying good homage to to those roots and um you know i love seeing that so you know thank you for taking the time um definitely look forward to talking to you some more in the future definitely looking forward to seeing it some events but um you know for now uh i gotta get going um <laughs> but uh you know again thanks <laughs> for the late. time man yeah it's late um thanks again for the time and uh looking forward to the next time no doubt man i just want to plug uh but uh buddy's free flow open one more time it's gonna be the 22nd of 2003 uh july 22nd right and actually those 15 spots i don't know when you're gonna air this but those 15 spots um the registration goes live march 1st actually tell you what um i mean it's a little bit different on this one normally uh you know i'm talking to an individual and like i said you know and kind of some of the off times uh, that we were talking about it's a little bit different than it's you know talking about a company and a team and stuff like that but okay. i will give you the chance man uh shout out to all the props you want to get man all the all the plugs and stuff like <laughs> that man 
you, know, you, got, you got some jerseys going on behind you. You got some people I, we just got done talking about, like, you know, organic sponsorship. Let it rip, dude. Plug everybody right. you want to. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, first Boys, off, you know, companies, sponsors, whatever. Let it rip. My man. All right, well, first off, Rob Cole, GRC Paintball. Anybody in New York or nearby, come through. Amazing scenario events, amazing tournaments. Lockout reps, a lot of them. And uh, he even uh, has an amazing cancer benefit um, in the fall. And that's always a great time. Um, Buddy, Bryce, Shane, all the guys at Free Flow. Love those guys. And can't wait for the future with them. Um, you know, we've got a bunch of uh, cash sponsors. We got Shawa Gloves. Um, they're amazing. They're like the little, you know, work gloves with the super grippy texture. Um, yeah. Super awesome for paintball. Um, you know, we love JT. Love John Dresser, PB Retro. Um, we've actually got some new JT authentic replicas coming out this year for the one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody look out for those. We're probably going to have a bunch of those for sale. Um, man, we've got so many sponsors and everything like that. But, um, you know, honestly, um, check out Supermodels Paintball with the goggle bags. And, um, dude, I'm totally, totally blanking on all of our sponsors right now. But that's that's. Well, I'll tell you bad. what, man. You probably have them on your social media. Plug some of your social media and people can yeah, check yeah, it out yeah. on their own. Yeah. You know what? If everybody uh, fans or old fans or want to be new fans, check us out on Facebook. We're uh, Team Lockout on Facebook. And we're also uh, Team Lockout Paintball on Instagram. Um, I've actually got to like get that Instagram going because it's actually my my problem. Um, you know, but, um, you know, we love Empire Paint. You know, we we love uh, Hormesis. Uh, Alex and uh, Ali just uh, hooked the team up with uh, a round of bands. They sold out in minutes. So, you know, uh, thank you guys for doing that for us and paying some homage to the old uh, the old guys. And um, and uh, we love Order 66. Uh, Gavin has an amazing podcast and he also has some, um, you know, uh, paintball inspired uh, clothing and stuff like that. And uh, Dirt Nap, Headbands and Head Wraps. My buddy Sean plays for Boss Ballers out of uh, Central New York at Ross Jones uh, Field. Uh, amazing cutting edge um, head wraps and bands that uh, that Sean's coming out with at Dirt Nap. So uh, go and check them out. But yeah, come to our social media, follow us, man. I'm going to be updating a bunch of stuff and uh, and getting everything current. And uh, we're just going to keep plugging away now that 2023 is here. Yeah, just got to keep hustling and grinding. For sure, for sure. Cool, man. Well, hey, take it easy, brother. And uh, you know, like I said, I'll see you out in uh, I'll see you out in the uh, in the social media, and I'll see you out at the events, events, and and uh, you know, looking forward to talking to you again, brother. Yeah, man. We'll we'll get after it. All right, take it easy, pal. Right, take it easy, man. Later. Welcome back, everybody. That was another episode of Relic, a classic baseball podcast. I'm your host, Tori Shrum. Thank you for listening. That was Jesse Cook talking about uh, his time with Team Lockout and the new steps that they're taking and uh, plans that they've got to uh, really kind of break out in this next season and in the coming years to uh, resurrect this legendary name. Uh, best of luck to y'all. Thanks for taking the time, bud. Uh, we need more paintball media, uh, in case anybody hasn't heard me say that from time to time, we don't have magazines like we used to, or war pig or things like that. So we're all kind of, uh, on our own. Uh, there's everybody doing what they can on 
on the IG and Facebook and take your pick of uh, any other uh, social media websites. But, um, you know, obviously people holding it down, Carl and the playing on podcast and overshot, you guys have been, you know, killing it and been a real, that's what I'm looking for. Real, uh, yeah, I'm looking for the word motivation. I'm losing words. It's late at night. Inspiration. There you go. Thank you. You guys have been a real inspiration, uh, Overshot and Carl. Uh, obviously, I am playing on, or not playing on, but uh, play the game. You guys are killing it these days. And, um, you know, everyone else out there across the pond, I haven't forgot about Banana Bus or TM Biscuits. You guys are killing it over there, too. Um, I hate paintball.net. Uh, Planet Eclipse news infos and stories, otherwise known as Penis. Jason, you've been killing it. Roadies, <clears throat> Route 40. Just love seeing all the content that's out there. Everybody just keep bringing it. We need as much as we can. <clears throat> like to thank my sponsors, Paintball Central. You guys have been there from the very beginning, and I can't thank you enough for you know everything that you've done and all the support that you give me. Print Path, same thing for you. If you guys have any kind of promotional needs out there, hit up Print Path. They will set you straight with some of the best products I've seen so far. PPK. Thank you guys for everything that you do. You know, obviously, like I said, I can't do it without you guys. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Relic Classic Paintball Podcast. I'm your host, Tori Shrum, and uh, we'll see you next time.